Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, I'm sorry I was absent last week. I'd um, spent a couple of days in hospital again. Um... So, I'm on many painkillers and I've got to go back at some point for scans and stuff. But hopefully I'll be able to keep doing my show, because it'd be really annoying otherwise. Uh, but I'm here now, so uh, let's talk a bit about um, Sega's work with uh, various theme parks and other attractions. Um, a couple of months ago I went to Alton Towers, which is a theme park in the UK, which used to have a ride uh, which was themed around Sonic. And it got me thinking about what other uh, stuff Sega's done um, involving theme park rides and attractions, and it turns out that they've actually got quite a history of doing it. So, starting with Sonic Spinball, not the game, although the, the name's obviously taken from the game. Uh, from 2010 to 2015, Sega teamed up with Alton Towers, uh, resulting in a rebranding of an already existing ride which had the somewhat unfortunate name of Spinball Whizzer. Uh, the ride, the signs and even the announcements were all changed, with the announcements being read out by Roger Craig Smith, who was the vo current voice of Sonic. This ride has you seated in a fairly unique car where two of the seats face forward and two face backwards and the car, as the car moves, it rotates uh, on, a, on a gimbal. So depending on how the weight's distributed in the car, depending on who's sitting in it, the more or less it will spin. Um, there was also plans to include Sonic on another of their rides which was called Toyland Tours. Uh, on this guided boat ride, which was split into 12 segments, Sonic could be found within the ninth segment, standing on top of a master system, moving a joystick about while clips of various Sonic games play on a large TV screen. Uh, sadly, when he was added in 2005, it wasn't long before Thailand Tours was actually shut down to make way for another uh, themed attraction, uh, licensed attraction rather, called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory The Ride. As an added extra, Alton Towers had a special Sonic-themed hotel room, complete with a Sonic 4 mural on the walls, moderately unfortunate, but at least it looked pretty, a gold ring mirror, palm tree decoration uh, modelled from the Sonic games, and best of all, the P uh, PS3, uh, Xbox 360 and Wii consoles, and a bunch of Sonic games to play on them. Now, even more annoying or amusing, depending on your point of view, every time you open the door to your room, Sonic will welcome you to the room with a variety of different phrases. Uh, these can be found on uh, YouTube if you're interested. Uh, it's actually, it was actually um, Roger Craig Smith's first uh, voice acting gig as Sonic, and it's a little bit rough, you can tell he's new to the role. Right, let's have some music then. Uh, so, from Sonic Spinball, I've got the Spinball theme. And because uh, Sonic appeared on top of a master system uh, at Alton Towers, we've got uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 8-bit Scrap Brain. So enjoy those and I'll speak to you guys after the break.
we are back. And that was uh, Sonic on the Master System, Scrap Brain Zone. And that was Sonic Spinball Spinball Theme, the arrangement by Howard Drossin. Now then, some of the other rides I don't have quite as much detail as I did with um, Alton Towers, because I've been to Alton Towers, so... Um, I don't quite have the same level of information on some of these other ones, most of which were in Japan. And I've never been to Japan, sadness. Rail Chase was an arcade game brought out by AM3 in 1991, where you play as two adventurers who, in an Indiana Jones-style adventure, locate a priceless artifact and have to make your way to freedom, firing at enemies while you ride around in a rail car. The arcade cabinet has you sitting on a padded bench, and the seat itself moves about in relation to the scene showing on the screen, with the aid of pneumatic suspension. If you do get the chance to see or even play this version of the game, you'll notice that the graphics of this game are pretty similar to what you'd find in Outrun or Space Harrier, as it makes full use of sprite, sp sprite scaling. I can say words. It did have a sequel, aptly named Rail Chase 2, which saw a change in graphics as it was, had moved over to the Sega Model 2 arcade hardware, and was therefore rendered in 3D polygonal format. Now, in case you're wondering why I'm talking about arcade games, uh, this is because the Rail Chase arcade games had a roller coaster ride. It was initially brought to Sega's first Joypolis in Yokohama, and this ride has you obviously riding in a minecart, and further keeping with the game theme, has you shooting at targets found dotted around the scenery. Now, when the Yokohama Joypolis closed, the ride was moved to the Tokyo Joypolis, where it was re then subsequently replaced by other rides and brought over to Sega World in Sydney. Sadly, Sega World Sydney closed down and was subsequently demolished in 2000, and a number of rides, including this one, were sold and uh, shipped to Harland, a Buddhist theme park... What? A Buddhist theme park? Alright. Uh, according to their website, they still appear to advertise that as a functional ride. So, if you want to go to... Highland, uh, then I guess you can check that out. I, I, I'm confused. Um, yeah, uh, that's in India, in case that wasn't clear. So, if you're in India, I guess you can go and check that out. It's a bit weird. Uh, it turns out that, um, in terms of the music from Rail Trace, uh, Electric Boogaloo and I are if of one mind. So, Electric Boogaloo suggested a couple of tracks, both of which I'd already picked as ones I were going to put on this playlist. So, um, enjoy these two, which were picked by both me and Electric Boogaloo, as a kind of joint mind thing. Uh, so this is from the original Rail Chase, uh, Ketchua's Civilization, and Crystal Wave from Rail Chase 2. So, hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break. Um, yeah, we've got... Uh, who got in the chat? We've got uh, Grey4, hello love, uh, BrickGamer98, um, Doan, uh, Electro Boogaloo, obviously. Um, Electro Boogaloo earlier asked if, uh, if they, they said that they were glad to hear I was okay after my hospital trip. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, it was annoying. Um, but uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't awful. I just have to go and have more scans and stuff, and then find out what they need to do. Meh. I'll live, I'm sure. Right, 
So, music break. Uh, enjoy, and I'll speak to you guys again in a bit. Live shows and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net.
we are back. And that was Rail Trace Ketua Civilization and Rail Trace 2 Crystal Wave. Um, both uh, those were requested by Electric Boogaloo, but we're already on the playlist because turns out we show you similar tastes in that. <laughs> um, yeah, Electric Boogaloo knows all of the things and can probably do my job better than I can. Um, Grey Force saying, uh, suggesting hiring Electric Boogaloo to do my scripts for me. That'd be great. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo trying to defend themselves, saying, um, for what it's worth, I just watched that game get played recently and I was looking it up. We believe you. Many wouldn't. Anyway, moving on. Stop uh, mocking Electric Boogaloo. Poor Electric Boogaloo. We love you, really. Right, uh, Ghost Hunters, uh, which is also bizarrely known as a Labyrinth of Poisonous Moth in Japan, was brought out in 1994 and combines the joys of a haunted house attraction along with augmented reality as a rail shooter. Uh, the basic premise is that you are a ghost hunter, duh, for the Institute of Spirit Extermination. Alright. As you're being brought in for training, an emergency happens and you're called in to help out the Arthur family whose home has been overrun with ghosts. Now you write about, write about in something called a Turbo Buster, which has two light guns or blaster beams and a large curved perspex shield, which acts as a windshield and a mirror onto which CGI ghosts and light gun effects are superimposed. Hence the augmented reality bit. Using a combination of digital and practical effects, you shoot at ghosts, which change depending on your performance. Uh, the final ghost is a moth called Gorgon, so Labyrinth of Poisonous Moth ex kind of explains itself, who acts as the boss, and um, whoever manages to beat it gets their photo taken and printed on a mock newspaper article as your reward slash souvenir. Uh, similar to Rail Chase, this ride was also debuted at the Yokohama Joepolis, and copies were found at the Sega Worlds in London and Sydney. As mentioned, a number of rides were purchased by Highland, and as you guessed, Ghost Hunters was in fact one of them, and is uh, still showing on the list of active rides for that site. It does actually sound pretty cool, and... Um, is well for the brief time that Sega World was actually in a lot of the London Trocadero, uh, I could have gone on it. Um, unfortunately, my only attempt to visit Sega World at the Trocadero, my mother got a migraine within like five minutes of being there because of all the lights and noise, so I couldn't stay very long. That made me very very sad, and it closed down not long after that. So sadness. Oh well. Um, Don's saying that sounds pretty cool, a bit like the Shiti AR Ghost Ride in Ayano Kiseki. Uh, that was a game within a game though, not an actual thing. Um, okay. Yeah, it does sound pretty cool. It's the sort of thing I would really like to have tried um, if, I'd, if I'd actually had the opportunity. I'm not going to go to India to try it though. <laughs> I'm not quite that dedicated. Um, but yeah, the the whole um, augmented reality thing gives it a, an interesting dimension. Especially with uh, augmented reality becoming such a big thing again now. 
and uh, VR being incorporated into uh, a lot of theme park rides. Let's have some more music then. Um, so, uh, I couldn't find any of the music from this. I did try, um, but I, I really couldn't. Um, obviously, since it was purely a, a arcade ride thing, uh, nobody's managed to rip the audio from it, which is a shame. Um, so instead, uh, from um, Ghouls and Ghosts, we've got an OC remix, uh, the Ghouls and Ghosts Poltergeist mix from Binster. And uh, another request from Electric Boogaloo, we've got from Laser Ghost Arcade, appropriately enough, uh, Brain Fisher. Uh, so enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
are back. And that was uh, Laser Ghost Arcade Brain Fisher. Not Fisher, as in fishing rod. No, Fisher, as in a break in something. <laughs> Although, uh, though I'm saying that, um, wondering how exactly you fish for brains, um, gave me a marvellous mental image of a zombie with a fishing rod trying to fish up brains. Which is pretty cool. Um, we had uh, Eclipse join us during the break, so hello there. Um, but yeah, uh, that Laser Ghost Arcade track was actually quite atmospheric. I quite like that. Um, sort of thing I probably have as background um, in a spooky area if I was running a tabletop game. Which I do on occasion. On to what I'm actually supposed to be talking about. Uh, finally, we have the AS1, or the Advanced System 1, which is a pod which allowed up to eight people inside. And once they are strapped into their seats, uh, an interactive film is shown. Uh, the pod then moves around with the aid of hydraulics to match what is happening on the screen. Sort of like your flight simulator type thing. The seats themselves have a flight stick controller with two buttons, which will allow you to use at certain points in the film, uh, for simulated shooting missions. Only two films are noted to be used with the AS-1, uh, the first of which is called Megapolis, Tokyo City Battle, where you take the part of the Tokyo police officers in a futuristic setting, as you attempt to recapture the leader of eco-terrorists, the Red Dragons. The second film had Michael Jackson in it, oh dear, and it was called Scramble Training, where Michael is instructing you in the hopes that you'll obtain your space pilot license and it winds up with you fighting in a space battle against enemy ships. Uh, this game was originally brought out in 1993, and due to allegations made against Michael around this time, Sega began replacing these, the films in the AS1 units with other AS1 titles. You can still find some footage of the game itself online if you have a bit of a look. Sometimes takes a while to find it though. Um, uh, the Megapolis Tokyo City Battle is actually slightly better regarded than the Michael Jackson one. Uh, basically, it was said to be a lot more fun. The other one was a bit stilted and awkward. I don't know, I've not played either of them again, because they were probably mostly in Japan. Uh, yeah, I've never seen either of any of these in person. Um, so if any of you have, please let me know. because um, I'd be interested to know what your experience of them was. So, let's have some more music um, before I drop into Chiptune Corner. Uh, so, from Space Channel 5, we've got Spaceport introducing Ulala, and then from Alien Front Online, we've got Alien Tokyo. So, I hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Alien Front Online, Alien Tokyo, and Space Channel 5, Spaceport, introducing Ulala. Um, I think the Alien Front Online soundtrack is actually very underrated. It's, uh, it's really good. Uh, I discovered it when I was doing uh, an episode about um, Dreamcast games, I think, um, and stumbled across it, and I think it's really awesome. So yeah, you should listen to that if you uh, get the opportunity to do so. I believe it's on our uh, request list. Um, anyway, Chipchin Corner for this week. Uh, the artist I'm featuring on Chipchin Corner this week uh, produced his first music at the age of 12. Oh dear. Uh, Anders Carlsen is a Swedish musician better known to Chipchin fans as Go To 80. 
Uh, he's pretty well known in the demo scene and one of the first artists to try and bring chiptune to a wider audience, as well as being one of the first to use the Game Boy as a musical instrument. His work can be found on his website, and quite a lot of it is available either for free or as, an op or as open source. Uh, I will put a link to his website in the Discord chat in case you want to go and check out his work. There we go. So, for the track that I'm going to feature for Chipchin Corner this week, uh, this is called Blocks, that's B-L-O-X, uh, because poor literacy is cool, I guess, uh, by go to 80 So, here's that, and I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think in the chat, and I'll speak to you guys again after that. Blocks by Go280. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. I think it's uh, it's actually a pretty decent tune. Um, I encourage you to go and check out the rest of his work on his website. 
So thank you everybody who's tuned in and listened in this week. Um, thanks to Doan and Electric Boogaloo and Eclipse and Twinny and Brick Gamer uh, and Greyfall, I guess. <laughs> Love you really. Um, and anybody else who's uh, tuned in um, and listening and isn't on the Discord or is commenting on Twitter or the Facebook group, uh, thank you ever so much. Uh, special thanks to Twenty for his awesome social media work this week, uh, because they're uh, they're awesome. Uh, suggestions on other topics that I can cover, please let me know if there is you've got an idea of something that you want me to cover. Uh, you can get in touch with me through the Discord where I am uh, Radio Sega Discord where I am Skyblaze Forty Two, or you can contact me on Twitter where I am Blazing Skies. Or you can reach me through the Radio Sega Twitter or um, Facebook group. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Um, one special announcement. Uh, I've actually got coming up on the 19th of uh, July in Sheffield. Um, I'm going to be playing a DJ set of video game and chiptune music at the Meltdown Esports Bar in Sheffield. Starting from 8.30pm. If you are in, happen to be in the area, please come along because if it's a success then I will get a regular gig there and that would be really awesome. Uh, so that's it from me. I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace. Uh, one more track to go out on and that's going to be from Sonic Colors, Starlight Carnival. So thank you everybody, take care and good night.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.